Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about something different. Several people have asked me how I record the podcast, so I'll go through that, and I'll also tell you some of the lessons I've learned along the way. But first, I wanted to give you my usual weekly update on what I've been up to in the week. So the first thing, well, the only thing I want to talk about today is the running that I've been doing. So I've mentioned a couple of times that I'm trying to keep my fitness up now. I'm doing the deck of cards workout on a regular basis, and I've started doing the park runs on a regular basis every Saturday morning. So that's been really good. But this week is the first week that I've upped the amount of runs that I've done. So I actually did, instead of just the one park run, which is a five kilometer run on a Saturday morning, I did that and I also did two other five kilometer runs this week and it's the first time I've been able to do that. So I was really pleased with the progress whilst keeping up with all my other bits and bobs that I'm doing. So I was able to carve out time, get that sorted so that I can just go out and do the run. Um, I actually took um, my dog out with me as well. So it kills two birds with one stone now. So I've started taking her along on the park runs with me. Um, so she's getting used to doing the longer runs and she's, she's loving being out and interacting with people as well. Um, so like I said, that kills two birds with one stone. So I'm really pleased with the timings that I've done. I did two on two of the runs on two consecutive days. So I did a run on the Saturday morning, the park run, and then I did the same run, um, on the Sunday morning as well. So I just went out and did exactly the same route because I knew the route. Uh, my dog, my dog's obviously used to the route and comfortable with running that. So I just went and did the same run again. And my time was only a little bit slower for the second run. I think it was three minutes slower. And I actually only walked for a minute or so halfway through just to give my lungs a rest. Um, cause I obviously I don't usually run on consecutive days. So that was a really big win for me. So I'm looking to keep that moving forward. So if you see me running at the park runs, come and wave at me, give me a shout. Um, and I'll help cheer you along as well. So that was really positive. So getting into the actual session today, um, like I said, several people have spoken to me and asked me how I actually record the podcast. So I thought it'd be nice uh, to let you all know kind of the kit I'm using and and no, I'm not in a recording studio. I'm just sat at my um, kitchen table. I've got the kit set out on, on, on the table at the moment. I keep it all away in a box and then and get it out every weekend and put it together. It takes me about five, five, six minutes to sort it all out. So let's start with the, the, uh, the very first thing, the microphone. So I've got a Behringer C1 microphone. Now it's not the USB microphone. They do a USB version of it. It's the XLR version. So that means that it's plugged in using an XLR cable. So I've got that. That's a microphone. It just sits on a little tripod that I've got. I'm not sure what the brand the tripod is it's just a little one that I've got off I think I bought it off Amazon the same as the little pop shield that I'm using so the little pop shield kind of attaches to the tripod it sits in front of the microphone it removes all the spit and it filters out some of the sounds from um, around me as well so that's the kind of real basic setup there on the microphone end so the microphone sat on the tripod with the pop shield in front of it and it's plugged in um, to a soundboard using an XLR cable. So the soundboard I'm using is a Behringer uh, Zenix 1202FX soundboard. Um, so I use that. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why I bought the soundboard. So I don't necessarily need the soundboard. I've not really made use of it as yet. I've just got everything plugged in and don't really mess with the settings on the soundboard at the moment. 
Um, but like I said, there were a couple of reasons for that. So the microphones I'm using need their own power supply. They don't have any batteries in them, so they need um, what's called a ghost power supply, um, which is just an external battery pack that you can plug, plug into the microphone. But instead of buying the battery packs, um, I've got the soundboard because the soundboard can provide the power to the microphone. So that's one of the reasons why I bought the soundboard. The other reason why I bought the soundboard, I was trying to think ahead. And when I do interviews in the future, because I'll be doing several interviews over the next few months um, coming up. So got those to look forward to. Um, when I do interviews, I wanted to be able to control the sound of each of the microphones manually. So that if somebody spoke louder than, uh, than myself or slightly quieter than myself, I could adjust the sounds to balance out the sounds to make it a good listening experience for everything. It's also got the additional benefits of if I ever wanted to, I can add an extra sound effect in. I can connect it to a computer or my iPhone or my iPad um, and let let that connect in that way to, to add extra features. It's got a whole other host of other features as well. I'm not really sure what else it does. It probably does a whole host of other stuff. I'm not really technical in the sound way, so I'm not really sure what the other features are. But those are the reasons why I got the soundboard, and I got it when it was on offer. Um, so it was heavily discounted. Um, so it was only just a little bit more expensive. I think it was about thirty, forty pounds more expensive than it would have been to buy two of the Ghost Power Packs for the microphone. So it worked out well. So that's the soundboard, and then to actually record. Um, the um, myself to record myself speaking. I've got a Zoom H4n recorder, so it's just a little recorder. Um, again, it's plugged into the soundboard with a couple of XLR cables. Um, so they no, it's not. It's plugged in with a couple of quarter-inch sound jacks. So it's got two of those running up into the uh, H4n, and then two of those come back into the Behringer soundboard. So that enables me to record anything. Like I say, that little recorder fits in my hand. It's not massive. It could fit in my pocket if I wanted it to. So I can carry it around nice and easily if necessary. So if I'm ever out and about and I want to do some recording or I wanted to, you know, take uh, the recorder and record somewhere else rather than at home, I could do that easily. The recorder's actually got two little microphones built into the top of it, which means I don't need the microphones or anything, but the sound quality is not so, so good from that. But it is it is usable and it does does work quite nicely. I've run a few tests on that. So that's all the kit I use. Obviously, that's the, uh, the board's plugged into a power supply. It came with its own power supply, so that's plugged into the mains. Um, the, the only other kind of piece of kit that I use on a regular basis now is the um, USB adapter I have for the sound card. So um, the SD card goes into the H4N recorder, which um, records everything that I tape. So it saves it onto the little SD card. I take the little SDA card out of the recorder, put it into the USB adapter, slide the USB adapter into my laptop, and that enables me then to transfer what I've recorded onto my laptop to, to, to publish. So that's how it all works. If anybody has any questions about that, feel free to drop me a line. If you want to set up your own podcast or you're just interested in the te technical aspects, feel free to drop me an email. Uh, my email will be in the description of the podcast, so feel free to drop me a line and I'll happy to answer any questions. Like I said, I'm not overly technically minded in this way, so bear with me. I may end up sending you photos of the kit and the setup that I've got, if that'll help. Uh, but like I say, give me a shout and I'll let you know if you want to know anything more. So what lessons have I learned along the way? So this is my sixth podcast now. So I've done five alive. And by the time you're listening to this one, this one will make the sixth. 
So what have I learned? So the first thing I learned was done is better than perfect. Um, as I said in one of the other my previous podcasts, um, it's better to just get the publish, get something out there rather than try and get it perfect first time. So when I first started recording, uh, especially for the first episode, um, I set, sat down, I kind of um, scripted everything out. I sat down to record it and it took me about four hours to get three minutes of usable audio because I kept stopping the recorder, winding back, checking it, going through it. If there was an um or an ah, I'd re-record it. If there was anything wrong or I thought there was a better way of saying something, I'd change the script, then I'd go back, re-record it, play it through again. And it was just taking a really long time. So don't aim for perfect, just just get get something out there. And that's what's kind of working for me at the moment. Hopefully over time we'll get to, we'll get to perfect. Um, but I'm not too concerned about how quick we do that, just as long as we're getting useful information out there. The second thing I learned to do was don't over plan things. Like I said, the first, first episode I did, I tr- kind of wrote a script down. It had every line and every word and I was just reading from it. A, that took a long time. So that was taking a real long time to try and get that right, try and get the right words, try and perfect it. Every time I'd reread it, I'd try and change it because I thought, oh, it sounded better saying it a certain way. So by doing that, it was just kind of leading to paralysis. I was just constantly going over and over the script rather than actually doing the, the core of what I was trying to do, which is record the actual podcast. So don't over plan things, just get into it, roll with it and learn as you go along. Uh, that leads me on to the third thing is just aim for continuous improvement. So just make sure you get slightly better every time. So one of the things I've done, for example, is um, I had some feedback from the editing team that I have um, that there was a constant buzzing sound on in the background, which was easy enough to remove, um, but it was just a, an extra job for them to remove. So they suggested recording on a tea towel. So I've got my tri- tripod now because I, my, like I said, I've got all my kits up on my kitchen table and it's a kind of a wooden kitchen table. I don't know, it's pine or something like that, a pine wooden surface. Um, and the vibrations of the microphone was causing a little rumble in the background of the um, sound recording. So what they suggested was popping a tea towel down on the table, on the top of the table, and then putting the tripod on top of the tea towel. So lo and behold, I did that and it kind of all works a little bit better. There's less for them to edit. It takes out some of those rumblings. And also I have a nasty habit of fidgeting as I'm talking to you guys. So I tend to tap the table a little bit. So any of those extra noises are a lot easier to take out because it doesn't affect the vibration so much in the microphone. And it's just the occasional tapping sound that needs to be edited out. But I'm trying to cut down on that as well. Hopefully now you shouldn't also hear me rustling papers around because I'm not really reading off a script. I've got a few key bullet points, which again is part of my continuous improvement. Instead of scripting the whole thing now, I just write down a few key bullet points of what I want to cover. Um, uh, for this one, I've got, I don't know how many there, one, two, three, eight bullet points for the whole podcast. So I'm just going down those, making sure I cover the main thing off. Um, and that seems to be working much better than my first one, which like I said, led to paralysis. So always aim for that continuous improvement. That's That's what I'm trying to do. Um, and if anybody has any other suggestions, I'm always open to improvement. So um, give me a shout again, holler at me at my email address, which is in the description of the podcast. Drop me a line um, and we can see what we can do. The last thing was um, I've learned to make time to do everything. So 
is scheduling in a time and making sure you do something. So I know I need to record these podcasts on a weekly basis. It's making sure I've got the time to do it. What I found is I'm a bit of a last minute person, um, which means I I always leave things as late as possible. So I know I need to uh, get the recording into the editing team uh, on Closer Play Monday so they can edit it on Tuesday and Wednesday if they need to, so that it can be released to you guys on the Thursday. So if I don't get it to the editing team by Closer Play Monday, it's not going to go live on Thursday. And and that I, I don't want that. I want to make sure that I get it out every Thursday so people have got the opportunity to listen to it either on the Thursday when it's released or over the weekend and they can listen to it whenever they need to. So like I said, I try it and schedule in the time. So now I've got into the habit, the last three or four episodes I've managed to do on the Monday evening. So like I said, I'm a bit of a last minute person. So I've made sure that um, I always go to the gym on a Monday evening. Um, so I go to a box fit class. So I go and do that. I come home, I walk the dog, walk snow, um, make sure she's had her walk, come back, feed her, um, and then I record the podcast. So what I'm going to try and do in the future, so I've got that down now, got into a routine of doing that, that's working. My continuous improvement on that is I'm going to try and move that to a Sunday so that I record the podcast on a Sunday, which gives the editing team a little bit longer and just takes the pressure off them a little bit to give them a little bit more time so they'll have the Monday as well. Um, ready to get it sorted. So that's um, one of the key things that I'm going to try and do. It's making that time, like I say, planning it in so that you can get it sorted. So because otherwise I know what I'm like, I'm not going to do it if I've not got it kind of scheduled in. So I'm going to try now that I've got that habit sorted, that I'm doing it every week for the last four weeks, move it to uh, Sunday if I possibly can. So from next week, hopefully I'll record it. I'll let you know how I get on with that on the Sunday and um, feed that back to you guys to see if I've managed to do that. Uh, It might take me a few times to get into the habit, but the key thing was I've actually got it done. I've got a time on the Monday where I'm now used to doing it. It's now trying to improve on that and get get it sorted a bit earlier. The other thing that I learned, the last thing that I'm going to mention was um, more of a funny side is... Um, I've learned to, when I'm recording, make sure I put Snow, who's my dog, in the living room. So she tends to bark at cars driving past. I don't live near a, near a busy road. It's just the occasional car going past. She will bark at that. And also, if she hears a police siren or, or an ambulance or a fire engine, if she hears the siren, she, she likes to howl at the noise of the, um, of the siren. So which can be very off-putting and very distracting. So thankfully, she's not actually howled a, a siren since we've started recording, doing any of the recordings. So she's been pretty good in that respect. Um, but she does occasionally bark and occasionally she'll just woof and bring her toys over for a bit of fuss and fun, which I try and do. Um, when I tried to do the first podcast, I, I spent h- half the time as I was recording, stopping playing with her between the recording bits. Then I'd come back and record the next bit. And again, it was just adding plenty of time. So I just pop her in the living room with her dinner now. Like I say, on a Monday evening, I come back from the gym, take her out for a walk, bring her back, feed her now in the living room, um, come and record the podcast. It takes about half an hour, 40 minutes for me to record the podcast. And then it's all sorted. And then I can go and play with her for half an hour once I finish. So if you're going to record a podcast, try and make sure you've got a nice, quiet environment. Um, where I'm recording, the um washing machine and dishwasher are just next door to um, where, where my dining table is, just around the corner. So they're very close. So I make sure that they're off. Um, so you want a nice, quiet environment where possible. 
um, and nothing kind of creaking or too loud in the background noise to make it easier to edit out. Um, so that's everything I've learned. Just a few quick things there. Um, I've gone through all the kit that I use there. Um, if you've got any questions about either the kit, if you want to start your own podcast or just interested, like I said, drop me a line. Um, if you've got any questions about those lessons, like I say, if you're thinking about starting your own podcast and want some tips and hints, I'm by no means an expert as yet, but I can definitely provide you with some tips and some of the things I've learned along the way. Some of the other tricks I can, um, if you're interested in how to use the recorder or um, that stuff, I've learned how to use the different settings on the recorder. So whether I'm using one microphone for just myself and I've learned how to do two or three other microphones so that um, I, can, I can do interviews if I need to. I've learned how to change the settings to reflect that on, on the recorder. So any questions, drop me a line and I'll try to help you out. Until next week, see you soon.